I read something about you speaking to the UK Parliament. Yes, I did. Alongside Patoranki. Alongside Patoranki about Afrobeat. And yeah. I'm like, are you serious? He took it to that level. Took like, it to that level. How was that experience? What were you thinking? Nah. How were they looking at you? <laughs> Listen, shout outs to the Afro Nation crew, the Echo Talent. You know, they got a call that, you know, the UK Foreign Ministry were spending a, t- a day discussing africa particularly nigeria and various options within that space and looking at how to assist and develop you know whatever they could do for real and afro beats what you don't know is every year the uk foreign government this the government they send money to nigeria for security for 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 youth development for even for i'm sure for infrastructural support every year Yes. Yes. Millions of pounds for security and for youth development. Yes. Take that to the bank. So, (laughs) during these sessions, we're now looking at areas where what can we do to opportunities? Afrobeats and the music exploding was one of them. So, they decided to invite myself and Padoranki to come and speak to them about what was happening with the, you know, the global explosion of Afrobeats. How would it impact the community in Nigeria, the younger generation? Because the youth are the future. You know, this is the new oil. African music, Afrobeats, Nigerian music is the new oil oil. in the country. Hmm. You know, the opportunities is given. Look at the likes of Burner Boy, the amount, whiskey. I'm still coming to that. <laughs> it's that's crazy. A, that's a topic of its own. Exactly. So I went to the parliament to speak to them about these opportunities, about what is lacking, where, where you know, international governments can assist in developing the youth who have shown a great tenacity to use their skills and talents to promote the African culture in ways we probably haven't seen that many yeah. in a long time. And it is easy now with lack of electricity, lack of internet, lack of structure. Mm -hmm. They've managed to create an industry that is now a multi-million dollar yearly industry. As far as I was concerned, I think the last statistics I got was that Nigerian music industry was generated, according to PricewaterhouseCoopers, was generating close to maybe like between 54 and 75 million dollars now in 2000, estimated in 2019. Every single year, and now it's already <laughs> gone past that, yeah. like crazy, crazy, and that's in the crazy. Billions. So crazy. they were just looking at. So what, how can we? What can Come we do? In. There has to be laws. You know, there has to be laws in Nigeria that would help support creatives. Mm-hmm. There has to be financial, in, you know, incentives, incentives for governments and private sector companies to invest in the communities and look at the young men and women that they can support their creative industries. Mm-hmm. And those were the conversations that Patrankin and myself had at the parliament. And we were speaking for over an hour and a half to a selection of foreign affairs MPs talking about afro it's crazy wow i'm telling you <laughs> it's just and what was the response they were, were fascinated blown. blown away bro i've got emails here from the from the representative of you know the the british government asking me later many times about what ideas that they should be taking wow to the nigerian government bro 
Yeah, they sent me and many. The Nigerian government don't even give. A they're chasing. They're chasing us like chasing us. That's okay. What we said was mind blowing. Blah blah. See, that's Jonathan. Consistent emails saying wow. so. You know what can we take? Da, 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 yeah. Please can I? So I had to eventually sit down and write out bullet points of the conversation mm -hmm. and areas I felt that they could take to Some the Nigerian government. government because they give money to the nigerian government so they have a power to say to them that yeah. the money that we're giving you this is how we like want a you percentage to spend it to be spent this way so that's is what they wanted is, yeah. is it not insane that the root of the afro beat mm. itself the mm. nigeria that is the base does not even have a structure around yeah. it yeah. right the, and people internationally are seeing the benefits i've seen the benefit they're making a whole lot of money from yeah. it I think it is heartbreaking. It's not only sad, you know, I've gone past anger and disappointment and, and just sadness. It is heartbreaking hmm. because the people that are sitting on it don't. I think, to be fair, I believe there are probably governors in Lagos State, like Ambode, from what I heard at the time, hmm. you know, pulled the, the entertainment industry really close and was working very close with them mm. obviously you know people have their different agendas yeah. and ideas yeah. but i still believe that somebody like that you just need a few of those type of people yeah. that saw that all you needed to do was invest a little bit in this industry and those young people will feed themselves mm. are you telling me that every local government in lagos state having a creative center that had studios at affordable rates that young people can go into to create and you know constant electricity just get one of the companies to put solar system yeah. on there uh -huh. well, bro do you know what will be coming, coming out, out of nigeria it is the new oil you know i was i i, I want to remember what i was talking to that was saying that it, if even if they want to do tours right yeah they can't they can't because the, the facilities are not there so the structure is not there I to was, do tours. Yeah. i was having a conversation with diamond platinums from tanzania, tanzania and he told me that his president is actually just building um performance centers in tanzania at the moment like two big places so i now said this is a private conversation i'll share and i mm. said okay so if the tanzanian government can build two in maybe Dar es Salaam. Yeah. The Kenyan government builds two in Nairobi. The South African government builds two in Johannesburg. I believe those ones even have already. So what will now happen is an artist from any part of Africa can go on, let's even say just a conservative estimate, eight country tour. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy. Very easy. Ivory Coast and Nigeria are very close together. Ghana and Nigeria is very close. close. Yeah. They can take tour buses, but mm -hmm. the roads don't facilitate that. Yeah. If there were leaders that understood the impact of the entertainment sector and really wanted to change people's lives and generate income at a rate where other parts are not generating, you can invest in that road, in security, and start to see more activities that will go beyond entertainment business that would take different cross yeah. but again we need certain people in those places that that have this vision that have this passion yeah 
to be able to unlock that information Mm. and be able to get it over the line and get it done because what we know is sadly government officials in nigeria will face projects that they believe that they can make a buck from yeah uh and not passion projects not things that would live forever and change the lives of people hence why we're where we are you know Mm. Uh, yeah and and opportunities like that is what makes me know that I'm on the right, you know, we're on the right track, you Uh know. As I told you that I had a second moment. In 2014, I went to NBA All-Star Weekend in New Orleans to cover NBA All-Stars for uh, Vox Africa TV. Shout out to Vox Africa. And whilst I was there, obviously, to interview LeBron James, Dwayne Wade and everything. But one of the big targets was also to interview Hakeem Olajuwon. Now, Hakeem Olajuwon, who is one of the greatest NBA players of all time, originally born and raised in Nigeria, Nigeria, Hakeem the Dream, a legend, an icon of NBA. When we got there, unfortunately for me, the NBA was also celebrating Hakeem Olajuwon at that time. So, which meant that there was a lot of attention on on him him and so much. And I was there thinking to myself, first of all, in the press room, there were 1,800 pressmen that were accredited all over the world to come and cover the NBA All-Star Weekend. So instantly I knew I was going up against everybody. But I stood back and I remembered what makes me different. I'm African. Niger. Niger to the bone. So there's always a question that I'll be able to ask these people in this room that, that they, this 1,800 people never get never it. ask. Hmm. And straight away, I started to raise my voice and ask the African question. Guess what? The entire press room, every time when I ask my question, they keep quiet. And whoever I'm speaking to, be doing way, be LeBron James, only wanted to speak to me because my question was different from what the whole room was asking. So from there, I was getting in a huddle of hundreds of pressmen. I was getting one-on-one conversation because my question was different. Mm. However, that response that I wanted to give me now became very important to what everybody else wanted to, to also get. To. <laughs> that was my first take. Mm. Now I defeated those people there. Now how am I going to get Hakim? We're looking for him. It was late. We're about to go. I just saw him walking with about 20 or 30 NBA officials and security guards. It was impossible to get to him. Mm. I was running around. It was impossible. Last minute thinking, 11 p.m. at night, I just said, Egbuakim. <laughs> he just stopped. He looked back. And I just prostrated on the ground. Ekalesa. The whole play, the whole room parted like the Red Sea. Hmm. Hmm. Parted like the Red Sea, and he just walked towards me. Ah! Straight away, in the midst of close to fifty people, I started to have a private conversation with one of the greatest basketball players of all time. And nobody around us could understand what, what you were saying about. So they didn't know whether this is family. This is friend or an interview. What it was. <laughs> wow. He pulled me off the ground and said, I came here from the UK to come and see you, but we tried everything. They didn't let us see you. He said, What? He said, Oh, yeah, 
Me bags it, tell me, let's go to the hotel. And he walked me out of that place with my cameraman and we went straight to his hotel. That's how I got my interview. Because I played my African card. Wow. Because I played that African card mm. in the midst of people that did not understand what was going on. They just didn't know. They, so everybody was just at security. Everybody stood aside because they didn't know whether it's his son, is it a family member. Or, and we continued that conversation purely in Yoruba. Shabzi, is it not insane that this same language the same african language they try to put it away they put it away and even yeah. if you're in back home. even in even back home yeah. so they'll tell you are speaking home. vernacular yeah. what to know yeah. they, they've got it wrong <laughs> that that's one they of got the it wrong that's one of the first things i um hear that i also made sure i passed on to my kids hmm. um speaking yoruba with them 24 same thing same thing i do because i said same that's thing what I do makes with my kids. them special <laughs> Mm. that's what makes you special. special that's what makes you special that's what you know connects you with with your heritage so you don't say that my parents are nigerian like other people say yeah i am nigerian <laughs> because everything oh, wow yeah I, I mean i speak to my my son speaks my son has never been to nigeria he's born in america but it's he, he's 10 already yeah he speaks Yoruba fluently. Yeah, he speaks this the, because that's what I speak to him. That's I don't, it. And then they've now, lower, yes. but, uh, Malos, and now they've now connected to the music and the skits. Imagine. Yes. Continue watching full episode on Jabless Original Intelligence Podcast YouTube channel. Please click subscribe to our channel. Like and comment on our videos. Thanks for watching. Oh, oh. my name is Jabless.